Welcome to the Creatively Connected Podcast from Education Closet. Connecting teachers and ideas one glue stick at a time. Here's your hosts and K-12 Art Chat founders, Matt and Laura Grundler. This is Matt and Laura Grunler, and uh, welcome to another episode of Creatively Connected Classroom. And uh, uh, this week's a little different because we're super excited to have Susan Riley with us. Yay! <laughs> um, Susan is the CEO of Education Closet, which very kindly sponsors this podcast. <laughs> and uh, and the chat. And she's a good friend of ours. And uh, so it's it's like it might be a little bit more um, off the cuff oh, and yes, friendly for and sure. uh, just you know just. You know, <laughs> uh, <laughs> We'll be good. We'll be good tonight. I promise. Okay. I guess. (laughs) So Susan, I don't know that everyone, I mean, we have the privilege of knowing you so well, but I don't know that all of our listeners really know your background and um, how you became the CEO of Education Closet and how that (laughs) all happened. Yeah, it was... um... I always say it's a series of of happy little accidents. I feel like Bob Ross, you Bob know, living through my life. No, I actually started as a as an elementary music teacher, and that's my background. And I was in there for about eight to ten years, depending on how we count certain things. And uh, <laughs> and during that, that period of time, I got to about year five and decided, you know, I hit that teacher burnout part part that happens so often. Yes. And I had had multiple experiences at that point in Title I schools as well as totally other end, very small, affluent school, and decided that I needed to make a bigger impact. I really wanted to make a bigger impact than I could in a single classroom. So I thought administration was going to be the key. So I got my master's in admin and uh, kind of went to the dark side for a minute, a hot minute, till hey, I realized. Hey, hey. <laughs> I know, Laura. I know. <laughs> I call it the dark side, tongue in cheek, because it's really no. not. I mean, I know more fantastic administrators than I know administrators who are, you know, terrible. I think yes. administration gets a really bad rap most of the time. Yes. Well, we were but, laughing. Hold on. I'm sorry to interrupt, Susan, but yeah. we were just laughing because Laura's mom used to refer to it <laughs> as that as well. So when Laura got her, her, her master's, all of a sudden, mind. she was like, you've turned to the dark side. Yeah, my mother, you know, 30 years, she read there and she, she's like, you're getting a master's in administration? <laughs> And it was for the very same reason, actually. I wanted to make a larger impact on my community. Uh, you yeah. know, I loved my kids. I loved my school. But I wanted to have a far farther reaching impact on on the arts and mm-hmm. really getting that focus and passion that I have for that out there to more people. So. Yeah, and that's that's exactly it. I, as a music teacher, was really frustrated with the state of the arts in our schools and the, the lack of respect and yes. knowing what it could do and yet not being able to bust through the red tape or the perception that the arts were fluff. And so I thought if I could become an administrator, I could then, I would be in a position to change that. And so through my master's program, I actually discovered arts integration. I discovered that this is 30 years worth of research. I had to do this awful research methodology paper in, during a summer session. And I was like, oh God, what am I going to do this on? And I found arts integration and I thought, <laughs> Wow, Wait. <laughs> it's gonna be really good. There's something, and uh, I had my 
my thesis, I had to, you know, have a practicum as an administration candidate. And so I've gone to my principal and I said, you know, I really think this could work. I think this could be something that would help us lift all students. We were struggling at that point with, we were moving towards the middle. Like we had spent a lot of energy lifting our struggling learners and they were making some pretty nice progress. But then all of our gifted and talented kids were shifting downwards, you know? And so we had this move to the middle and none of us could figure it out. And so I said, John, can, can we try a pilot of arts integration? Just see if it works. And he was like, well, if you can get a first or a second grade teacher on board with you and a fourth or a fifth grade teacher on board with you, you can have your little pilot and, you know, kind of test out the waters. And I presented it at team leaders meeting and I ended up getting all of the team leaders from K to five Wow. Pilot with me, plus our reading specialist and our special education team lead. That's a big deal. Yeah, it was great. I know that. I know that one. (laughs) It was a, it was a like begging prayer, please try this with me. And I think they all felt sorry for me because I was young and dumb and didn't know any better. And they thought, well, you know, um, humor her. All right, I guess. Yeah. And so that first. The first year was painful. I learned a lot of lessons about what to, do, what to do and what not to do. And as I was learning those lessons, I was thinking there's got to be a way that we document this so that we don't have to reinvent the wheel next year. And so I started Education Closet really as an online journal for myself to remember what worked, what didn't, to share it with our teachers and be like, okay, so here's what we've done. We're going to use this as a collection of lessons. So any lessons we develop, we're going to house them here. And it was, it just kind of took off from there. Um, we did a lot of research-based uh, components and added it to the site. And then <laughs> three years later, we got recognized from the Kennedy Center, which was great. Yeah. And I ended up moving into a, an arts integration specialist role for an entire county school system. Wow. It was the first role of its kind in the state of Maryland. And my job was to provide arts integration training to all 5,000 teachers in the district, which was like really overwhelming. (laughs) Yes. Wow. 5,000 teachers. It's a very large district. And so we were, you know, we had a a process. You know, we're going to start with elementary. We're going to capitalize on some of the middle school stuff that was happening because Bates Middle School, which has been, you know, highlighted for arts integration for a long time, was in the middle school area in that district. So we decided to do vertical alignment. And in that process, I did the same thing with Ed Closet. I was like, you know what? Let's document what this looks like now on a district scale from the schoolhouse to now a district level component because it's completely different. What worked in a school to bring arts integration to everybody in a school looks very different when you need to do it in multiple schools at multiple levels and have a vertical alignment at the same time. So I, I did a lot of that and... That was also very successful. And then I got that three-year, I, I swear it's a three-year itch thing. You know, my parents make fun of me. My dad says it's every five years. I think it's every three. This is the longest gig I've ever had is being a CEO of the closet. <laughs> I think it's because I made it my own. Like, I yeah, can't really yeah. walk out of myself. Um, <laughs> but at that three-year point, I there was a lot of red tape in central office, as you know, you all know. And yeah. um, it was frustrating because again, I wasn't getting the impact 
that I had originally envisioned for that. I thought if I go to a district level, I can bring this to a huge amount of people. And then it was red tape, red tape. You can't do this. You have to do this. You have to hit, you have to go over here and you have to get this permission. And I'm like, permission for what? what? <laughs> like, We're making our kids better. Is that permission enough? Yeah. So that's when I decided to take the leap and leave uh, the traditional education route and just go on my own full time with Ed Closet. And it has been the best thing I've ever done. So that's the backstory. In a, in a nutshell. That's that's a nutshell. <laughs> yeah. So, okay. So Education Closet offers a lot of different things. Um, you know, our our interaction has been, I mean, there's just all kinds of lesson stems. There's, there's all kinds oh, of resources I mean, and so many of them are free. Yeah. I mean, holy cow. Just even listening to this what, podcast that you provide is free. What we've seen in the past three years has been, I mean, to see the changes that education closet has added to their, their repertoire of things yes. has been really amazing too. Definitely. So. It's, and it's something we, we very much stand by that, 80% of what we offer is free because I remember very well being that in that position of just starting with arts integration and looking for resources. And the only thing I could find were textbooks that were $60 or more. So mm-hmm. I couldn't do a book study or programs that I could buy that were a thousand dollars or more. And so I was like, well, there's nothing in between. And so the goal was to make this as accessible for as many teachers as possible at a very beginning level. And then if you want to go deeper and you like the way that we, you know, kind of interact and we, in our community, then you can pay for it. But I don't, I don't necessarily think that we as teachers need to be paying for things right up front. I think it's important that there is a good mix. And so, yeah, it was and you can find things for free. That's the other thing that really um, grates on me sometimes for teachers is that organizations will make things free, quote unquote, free for teachers. But you put your name and email in to get to get whatever it yeah. is. Mm-hmm. And then it's like, it's terrible. Or it's mm-hmm. something that's such fluff. I could have done that in five minutes. You know what I mean? So it's important to me that the resources we provide, and that's why I love this podcast because you guys put your heart and soul in it. And it is such, such a valuable component and so in line with what we do in that everything that we produce, whether it's free or not, has got to be of the best quality because that's what teachers deserve. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. So I called you the other day just because I was uh, curious about new things that are happening with education closet. And you were talking to me a little bit about the certification program. And, um, I, I wish that I had the time to do it. <laughs> um, and I tried to talk my husband into it goes, last night. Hey Matt, that's what I, I think you should do it. <laughs> I was like, oh. I'm like, I have time. Yeah, I, <laughs> I want to live my family. Oh, right, 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 right. Yes. And, yeah. Tell us a little bit more about this certification program. Like what's involved? What's the end? What do you get from it? If you know. Yeah, this is this is the heart of what we do. It, it hadn't been for a long time, but um, this is our third enrollment season. So I'm really, really excited uh, because by now we really have it nailed. We understand exactly the sequence that needs to happen, the delivery that needs to happen for teachers, what the time frame needs to look like for them. So I'm really excited because 
it's we're expanding it. We're getting it accredited. So that's phenomenal. So this the certification program came out of my brain when about four years ago, I was looking at all of the things that we offered. And I thought there's not a cohesive way for teachers to kind of understand what all it takes to be an arts integration or a STEAM specialist. That was one, is that, you know, you can take a couple of disjointed courses here or there, but there's nothing sequential that will walk you through the process, nor was there anything out there that really reflected the reality of what it took to take my school from zero to 60 or to take the district from zero to 60. So there wasn't anything that helped you understand how arts integration and STEAM can be utilized for leadership or for, and how to craft that with buy-in and get those teachers on board so that it's not just you doing it by yourself, but that it is collaborative in nature, how to get funding for it. What does standards alignment really look like? How do you write a really solid, tight lesson plan that by the end of it, your students are going to like thrive? Mm -hmm. Um, No question. And how do you assess it? So these were all things that, you know, you can take little bits and pieces, but there was nothing sequential. And so we decided to develop this certification program that walked you through from the beginning to the end. The first go around, like everything for an artist of any kind, <laughs> I love my first cohort of, of students because they really gave us such great feedback. Like my first set of uh, video lessons, because there's, it's set up in sprints. So each sprint right now is eight weeks long and there's five to six video lessons in each sprint. And the video lessons are about 15 to 20 minutes long. So easily chunkable. We also have them as like an audio recording. So if you want to listen to it in the car on the way to work, instead of watch the video, it's fine. We have a bit of transcript of it. So you can read it if you want. There's lots of different ways of ingesting the information, but it's pretty concise. And then the only thing you turn in at the end of each sprint is a culminating project. And that's where... You have a cohort and a mentor that's been assigned to you and you work through that project while you're going through the sprint so that what you produce at the end of each sprint is really of best quality for yourself, but it also ties into what you're working on. So the framework for everybody's project is the same. Like for example, in sprint one, the the project is that you create a standards alignment guide. So you're taking a look at standards in science and social studies and math, things that maybe you don't have time to do during the regular school day. And you're looking at theater and art and music standards and figuring out what are some ones that make a natural fit. And you actually create a chart for that. So that's your first project. And so... Those projects can be, you can do that. Uh-oh. <laughs> I'm laughing now. <laughs> I'm laughing because I'm nerding out. I'm, I'm laughing because that's the kind of stuff I, I, yeah. I like to do. Love, right? <laughs> yes, because we're teachers. This is what we love, right? Yeah. And so, but the, the point of that project is that if I'm a kindergarten teacher or if I am a 12th grade biology teacher, I can still get the same benefit. I just craft it based around my my content, right? So we have these projects and then each project builds upon the other. So like in sprint two, you go in to look at those standards alignments you created and you pick like three of them and develop some really amazing arts integrated lessons and corresponding assessments with those. So everything that you're doing is leading, is building upon each other and also helping what you're already doing right now. 
in our first go around of this, I think each lesson was like an hour. I think it was just like, I, I was like knowledge dumping to the core. Like, wow. <laughs> everything I know about standards alignment and those poor people were like, wow, I think I'm going to die. So, <laughs> like knowledge overload. So, um, over. Yeah. So yeah. that first iteration, it was, we got to tighten this up. So the second iteration is so much better. And now the third go around, we're going to keep everything the same as what we had actually for the second, the second enrollment period, because it's worked really, really well. We've added something different though. We started out the certification program with the idea that it was going to be interactive. So you were assigned a mentor or a coach and a group of 15 to 25 people that you were going to be able to connect with throughout the program, through video chat, through Facebook community, through the online comments in the learning management area. And that's been really like fantastic. We have a great network. We also had a lot of people who said, I really want to go at this on my own pace. I'm a, I don't need a community of people. It's not how I learn best. Mm-hmm. I really like to reflect and go through this on my own. I might want to go through it faster Or if life comes up, I need a little bit of leeway. And that's the thing about the interactive program. It is one year, start to finish. You start July 1, you end June 30th, one year. And it doesn't allow for a whole lot of flexibility in terms of time. Mm -hmm. So this year, we've added a second track. We've added the independent study track. So it's also really nice with tuition because the independent study track is about half the price. So it gives you the time flexibility. It just doesn't give you the interaction. So it's really about how do you learn best? And I think that's something that's really important for me is being able to provide personalized learning as much as we can for adult learners, just like we do for our kids. I was just going to say, kids, that's something we're pushing left and right is how do kids learn best? And they got to learn what... And they have to know how they learn best. Yeah. Yeah. So that I mean, that's... I, well, I just want to do it more now. <laughs> it didn't help me at all. Well, you know, the independent track is there, Laura. So you yeah, can have yeah. it. was. No, for her, that social component. So that wouldn't have really helped. Him. Yeah, that's true. Really connected. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Counterintuitive. Yeah. yeah. But oh my gosh, it just so, there's so much there. So to me, when you get to the end of this, first of all, what I heard is that all of this is meaningful to whatever you're doing in your day-to-day educational career. So mm-hmm. you're apply- things that you can apply mm-hmm. yeah. and take away. So if Matt was teaching an English and art class or, comp- or working with his English department, he could apply these things during the school year and see yep. if they work or not. Is that correct? Oh, yeah. And it's so interesting to see the people who apply and move through this program because we've had... We've had people who are traditional classroom teachers. We've had people who are arts teachers and media specialists and principals and coordinators. We've also had museum educators. We've had people who are from nonprofits who are looking to build after-school STEAM and arts integration programs to support their community. We just literally just interviewed someone who is working in medical education. Fascinating. At the, at the post-secondary level and working specifically with wounded veterans. And so how do we take a look at medical care through the lens of the arts? Oh, gosh. That's yes. so cool. Right? So that's, for me, that's the exciting part of this is being able to 
have a community of so many diverse perspectives and backgrounds because you learn so much that way. And also it provides us with a good challenge Mm -hmm. because we got to look and see, is the program flexible enough and pliable enough that all of these kinds of learners can come in? And so far, cross fingers, so far it has been. So yeah, that today I was like pleasantly surprised. I thought, what in the world? How is this going to work? <laughs> well, but- it's so cool though. I mean, um, I, when you said that, I, I immediately went to, my father is a disabled veteran and I was at the VA with him and they had visual journaling classes for veterans. Mm-hmm. And I was like, and I think everybody knows how individual journaling <laughs> I am. No, what? Uh, what? No. It's news, right? <laughs> and I was just super excited to see that because I was like a way for you know, PTSD to work through the trauma of all of these events. And I thought, oh, and and I actually had a moment where I was like, well, you could integrate music this way and, (laughs) you know, and movement and physical therapy. Yeah. I I was having a whole, like, I was taking pictures of the bulletin board at the VA place. So, (laughs) um, so that's really exciting to hear that there's people looking at this through a unique lens like that. And it's like the matrix, because once you see it, you can't unsee it. Right. Like once yes. you start to see those connections, that's the fun Whoa. part for me is to watch where people start. And then when they get to sprint four, I can see this connection, this one, and this one, and this one. And they would never have seen that starting nice. at the beginning. So it, that's cool. Yeah. And that's what it's all about. I mean, yeah. that's what you want them to open their mind and start seeing things differently so well, I mean we don't teach we do well this what? is so funny we <laughs> teach in silos like you know yeah I, I was a secondary teacher I had one period of our you know six periods a day you know I didn't get to see the English team or the the biology team or the the math team very much and yet in art all these beautiful connections exist and so there were times where I would think to myself I wonder if this applies to what the kids are learning in earth science right now. And in my mind, I would think it would, but I never had the time to really look and see how it connected and well, really or even have a conversation that. with somebody who is more of a specialist in that area yeah. to be able to say, Hey, you know, this is where that connects. So, yeah. so let's yeah. say you go through the certification program mm-hmm. what happens at the end. <laughs> That's the million dollar question, right? <laughs> Once you submit that portfolio and, and our certification team, we have a team of coaches, obviously, who have been assigned as mentors, but we all come together at the end of the, the program and look through every single portfolio. We all look at every single one and grade it against a rubric so that we can ensure that we've all kind of touched the the learners in some way. And so provided you get an 80% on that final portfolio review, you get a certification. We have a jobs board that is only for certification grads. And so what that does is it provides a place for organizations who are looking for arts integration or STEAM specialists to kind of go to get somebody who is certified. It also provides you with a really nice network. About 90% of our grads are working as either arts integration specialists, arts integration consultants, or in some capacity working for another organization in that kind of a role, which is exciting. We had one grad who has a book coming out on how to connect guidance counseling with arts integration and social emotional learning. Amazing. 
Brilliant. Um, yeah, she had a book deal come out. We have another one who's been working with another large organization that I can't talk about, but they provide a lot of art supplies for a lot of students in a lot of places. A big name organizations actually end up pulling from our grads because they, they know what they're talking about. It's, they really see it seamlessly. They have great examples of work and they're just doing phenomenal stuff. I mean, the consulting components that are in there, that's the other thing is we do these master classes, which are so fun um, for me because it's like the bonus stuff that I really want to sink my teeth into and we just don't have time during the normal program. But like at the end, all of our grads get a whole bonus session from me on how do you become a consultant? What's all the stuff that you need to have in terms of taxes and business stuff and all of that in order to become a consultant? And then how do you go market yourself yeah. in that capacity? So that our whole goal is that we support you once you're done, we support you in any capacity that we can. So you get access to the accelerator for free so that you get all of the resources all of the time. It's just, we want to make sure that we're supporting at the best quality arts integration specialists we can get because our students need it. To yes. be quite honest, our students need it. Yep. And yes. so whatever we can do to help with that, we're excited to do it. Cool. That's awesome. That's really so how does wow. Matt sign up for this? <laughs> <laughs> hey, Matt. Yes. <laughs> we have yes. an application process, my friends. Okay. All right. <laughs> Actually, there's, it's, open for enrollment. It only opens up once a year. It closes on March 15th and it's an application process. So both strands, either interactive or independent, we have a very short application. We want to get an understanding of your background, what PD you've already had, what your goals are. It's really important for us to know where what you want because if we're not a good fit for you, I don't want to waste your time or your money because you work too hard for it. So the application is there. Once you submit the application, we review it. And if you go for the interactive tra track, we also do a interview, um, a video chat interview so that you can ask questions and, and get more information. So, and then from there, it's a rolling admissions policy. So um, we rolling admissions means that we admit people as they come in. So the earlier you get it in, the better, obviously. Um, but yeah, we close that on March 15th and then it won't open again until 2020. Oh, wow. Whoa. Yeah. <laughs> so this is the window right now. Yep. <laughs> the window right. right now. And we're like, I told you guys at the very beginning, we did back to back interviews today from 9am until 4. I was like, wow, wow. <laughs> this is a lot, but so good. So, so I'm just out of curiosity, do you have a lot of people signing up just for my heart? I want to know that there's a lot of people out there that are interested in this. Yeah, we, you know, I was telling my husband the other night, every time I open this, I have a little bit of trepidation where I'm like, is this going to like, is there anybody else out there who wants no. to do this? And every year we have more and more people apply already. And it's been open, you guys, for one day, one day. At this point, at this recording, we have over 300 applicants, like for a hundred, yeah, for a hundred spaces in the interactive version and a hundred spaces in the independent version. So it's competitive. People really want to get in. And I love that because that means it's uh, That's like, going to tell you, that's going to make you feel good because. Well, something. and it's joy. Right. People are looking for a way 
to remember the joy of teaching again. Yes. You know, There's, I think yeah, we need to so connect with it. So, yeah. Well, you kind of started, I mean, just bringing us back to the beginning of the, this, this conversation, you, there really is a, a five-year burnout mark. Um, mm-hmm. You know, you and I, we've talked about, we have a lot in common and I was thinking, I said this to somebody the other day, I've been in the role that I'm in five years in July. This mm-hmm. is the longest I've ever been in one role as well. <laughs> Yeah, and I, I'm like, oh, it's time for a new challenge or a new school or, you know, whatever it is. Um, and, you know, I don't know that it was burnout. Some of it was burnout. Some of it was just this desire to change the world. But I think we have to be very mindful of, of that piece of joy and losing it. And I, I've, you know, having been a campus administrator, I've seen lots of teachers that were amazing start to fade away. And it's... Yeah. We have to, as administrators, as as educators, we have to try to uplift and help people connect to the joy of teaching, just like you said. Yeah, and I believe wholeheartedly that if there is, if you have a desire in you, it, whatever that looks like, if it's a desire for more as a teacher, if it's desire to expand or go somewhere different or try something different, there's a reason that you have the desire, and it's not a mistake. It's, it's leading you somewhere. And so you owe it to yourself to follow that because it's the only way you're ever going to find out what that means for you. So whatever that means. I don't think we have to ask. No, I was going to ask. I was going to say, yeah, I was thinking the same thing. I don't think we did. Because that was pretty. That was it. Profound. (laughs) I'm not so sure about that, but you guys are kind. (laughs) (laughs) No, that was no, that was very good. No, I mean, I you know, it's true. I, I, I you gotta follow what you gotta follow what makes you happy because if you don't, you're not gonna be happy. I mean, it's really what it comes down to. You gotta it's follow just, your passion. Yeah. You gotta follow your gut. You yeah. know, for sure. So, All well, right. On that note. We appreciate you uh, taking your time, and I know you're exhausted from all the interviews. So, all right, that's yeah. that's part of the deal. Um, but thank you so much for having me on, you guys. It's been yeah. amazing listening to the podcast grow, and so I'm excited to be on one of the episodes. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> about time, about time. Yeah, so yeah, it was a lot of great information shared today. Thank you so much. You're welcome, and thank you for having me on. I look forward to hearing the next set of podcasts coming out, and I'll, okay. I'll be uh, getting on. On my my uh, application and trying to send that in. So. <laughs> <laughs> All right, good deal. All right. Good deal. Bye, Susan. All right. Thanks. All right, bye, guys. Bye. Heads up, seven up, friends. If you've been enjoying these episodes, be sure to subscribe to the Creatively Connected Classroom podcast. You'll get a notification every time we release a new episode each and every week. And take a screenshot and put it on your favorite social media, Twitter, Insta, Facebook, you name it. Tag Education Closet and K-12 Art Chat so we can reach out and say thanks. And if you really love us with all the feels, give us a review and or a rating over on iTunes. It helps others find the show and connect with our incredible community. Thanks for all your support.